0: Welcome to On The Couch, with James Field and Ian Harris. It's episode 88, for the 14th of August, 2008. Well, hi there James, how are you doing? I'm very well, thanks Ian, and yourself?
1: Except for a dodgy back, but I won't. (laughs) <laughs> pain that just had, anyway. Well, that's
0: right, I've had a chest infection and, you know, that's not fun either, right. so... I'll move a little further away from <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. At least I'm
1: not going to catch your doogie yeah, back. Exactly. This sofa should cushion the back. Anyhow, here we are, On The Couch podcast, 88. That's very lucky in China. Got a bit of China news this year, haven't we? This episode,
0: whether yeah, not you. Yeah, it's all over the whole China mm. thing, isn't it? Brilliant. So We're going to cover all the stuff to do with business technology, content delivery, mobile, gaming... And other stuff in the broadcast and entertainment technology world. Mind you, the other stuff is a bit weird. But anyway. Well, that's why it's <laughs> in the other category, you know. <laughs>
1: so let's um, dive straight in there with the demise of yet another online, I guess, video on demand service called Vongo.
0: Mm. Which does prove how difficult it is to get these services to make money.
1: Yeah, I mean, we've heard of a few music services go by the wayside recently where they've sort mm-hmm. of... The, um, microsoft one and the yahoo one uh, vongo is provided by liberty media's stars entertainment available only in the u.s mm-hmm. um but they stopped it, accepting. how did it work i would guess it's uh you know, delivery over the top of pay-per-view movies and rental movies um presumably mm. to a client of some kind um but it was compatible with portable media
0: centers mm. so it looks like they had about 1500 titles yeah so again, I mean, when you look at places like Netflix that have fifty thousand titles that you can order pretty much, yeah, the next not day, very. Um, uh, it's funny how many how many titles you really need to actually cover all the different genres. That I mean, 50,000
1: titles really isn't very many, is it? There we go. I mean, that's demise of Go. We tried to look at it, but again, it was only available in the US. Yep, limited rollout. So uh, obviously, something was going wrong there. I, but I would imagine it's the limited number of titles. Yeah, uh, or a poor browsing experience, because unless you can find something, yep. it's going to be difficult to, to yep. keep you peaked, so to speak.
0: I mean, this is uh, similar in uh, when I was looking at the, the VOD service on Transact in, in Canberra in Australia, yep. uh, the service was so slow, because it uses, used, essentially used IP HTML pages on the, on the TV. Right. So, you kind of change pages, and then Wait to the load little the images, pictures that come and, up, yeah. and by the end of it, you just went... You know what? I could just walk down the video store and have. You know, <laughs> there has got to be far you know, more intelligent sort of
1: pre-caching and just mm. presentation of the content, or you just literally can't be bothered. Exactly. So the other thing was a bit of a funny one. I thought um, EchoStar signing up for True Two Way, which is the new Open Cable Cable Labs renamed it to True Two Way. We talked about it. Yep. A while back. Um,
0: How does this affect? Because EchoStar, as I understood it, was using uh, Open TV. and they're a satellite right operator. Way. Yep. Um, <laughs> so, open cable. But I guess they're
1: offering I mean, a lot of cable operators now in North America delivering content via IP mm-hmm. on Toxis um, 3 um, stuff. Yep. So, essentially, I suppose there's nothing to stop EchoStar providing a hybrid box mm. delivering content mm. over
0: IP. So, you could do the um, same thing uh, delivering the OCAP applications or the True2A applications over IP. Uh, you I mean, I don't, I don't know whether OCap copes with, you know, satellite type transmissions. Because well, maybe the,
1: obviously not everyone can get a satellite. If you're in an urban mm. area, maybe you can't put a dish up or whatever. So maybe I you know <laughs> other operators who've wanted to provide a cable type service. Mm-hmm. So whoever calls and says, "Hey, I want your service," they want to be able to provide it. And clearly, for someone like EchoStar, maybe it does make sense actually just thinking about it because if you're competing with a cable operator. Someone's already got a box, and you say, "Look, like, mm. we can give you services on that box. Yeah, plug it in the way it's you get." I guess you probably need to move towards maybe unbundling of the mm. the local mm. cable supply and say, "Why can't I give you cable as well? Mm. Why does this guy have it?" But mm. obviously, there's lots of regulatory things there, and That's I guess anything cause that cause, uh, Echo Star can do to slow down or impede the business for the cable <laughs> operators by <laughs> <absolutely>. supporting something <laughs> will help them yes. in the satellite business. So it's a yep. It's is it an arms race? Is it a you know? Are they just doing this
0: to to put a thorn in the side of the cable guys? Mm-hmm. Um, Interestingly, so. the uh, they're saying that by the time everyone's actually delivered the boxes to uh, the US homes that are likely to take True Two Way, they'll have 90 million homes covered, which pretty much sounds like everybody, doesn't it? I, I thought they had 90 million homes in the US anyway. Uh, well, that's what that's where they're planning to get True Way to platform on systems covering more than 90 million US homes by the end of 2008. I think that's. <laughs> Slightly exaggeration myself. <laughs> that's gotta be or wrong. Well you could say...
1: Well okay, Echostar signed up, they cover all of North America. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Not <laughs> everyone gets yeah, it. Okay, it. This right, is the difference okay. between coverage, coverage yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> homes passed. Yeah, it's yeah, the same yeah. cable, which is many yep. homes. The cable goes past, but they don't all get it. Yeah, okay. So okay. Maybe, maybe by Sunday Echo Echostar they suddenly get, well, every single home in North America. Everybody <laughs> could have it! <laughs> right, okay. Um, so that's quite cool. Um, Technology news. Now, I know you're a bit of a USB buff here, Ian. Yeah, well, um, in,
0: my, in my spare time, I've been doing some exploratory work into USB 1.1 and USB 2. And it's a little more than just plugging things in and unplugging them, I understand. Yes. there's, there's a, I You've mean, been, I was interested in how the actual protocol worked, so I, uh-huh. I did. I, I wrote a USB stack in my spare time. Don't tell anyone. Mm-hmm. They will think I'm a cool, funky, not geek kind of person, but uh, <laughs> I think the secret's out. And the story we've got here is about USB 3.0. And uh USB one point one and two uh, go up to uh, USB two goes up to four hundred and eighty megabits per second and USB three uh, cranks it up to four point eight gigabits per second maximum three but uh, and the way USB three works is that it uh, it, it uses the same sort of the same sort of physical connection but adds some extra uh, uh, connections is there within that? another
1: twisted pair in there or something or.
0: Uh, no, no, no. I mean, the the connector looks like a USB 2 uh, yeah. socket, but it actually has extra... Uh, prongs in it. Problems, mm. essentially, yeah. yeah because, uh, f- I mean, the, the the tricky way they worked USB 2 was that um, you know, within those four connectors in USB 2 and 1.1, mm. one's one's ground, one's 5-volt power, and the other two are actually differential 3.3-volt okay. uh, transmission. And the way they distinguish between USB 1.1, which only went to 12 megabits and USB right. 2... Was that you tied one of those two uh, differential lines to either uh, pulled it up, pulled one of them high? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, listeners. Yeah, okay. Anyway, okay. so USB three, they actually had to completely. If you want uh, know more, please email. <laughs> completely redo the couch <laughs> podcast. Tell me more details. <laughs> completely redo it so that uh, it used different cables. So they actually have to have physical different connector. Um, so the specs out now. I, I, I think uh, it's
1: available under Rand Z. Licensing terms, which apparently is, is. is royalty free, free, gratis, yeah, yeah. unpaid, zero dollars, free of charge, at no cost on the house.
0: <laughs> just, just to clarify, what that, does Rand
1: right? Z stand for it? Is it like I don't know. royalty and no, no, non-discriminatory? <laughs> maybe someone knows. Um, so Intel
0: have published spec now, so it's everyone's going to crank it out and that's try. Six hundred megabytes a second. <clears throat> that's
1: whether pretty that's fast. sustained though, or whether. Because I know USB had some things about different speeds it would support
0: well, 2 and a, yeah. 12
1: and then 480, and whether yeah. it's synchronous or asynchronous. But exactly. I don't want to put people to
0: sleep, so I won't go on about that. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, everyone's already asleep, so that's cool. <laughs> um, so that's coming. Uh, I, mean, I presume USB 3 is going to be handy for things like, you know, external hard disks and stuff like that, because it's already fast enough for an external hard disk doing most things. So, right. To know.
1: Okay, well, um, last week, I think it was, we talked about... Uh, Amazon's S3 cloud going array awry, I should mm. say, due to some sort of inter-server communication mm. problems. Um, and I know, being an Apple fanboy, that Mobile Me has been
0: that's touted as the the, the big cloud. This the was sky, the Sprout or? Core thing we talked about. But yeah, that's right.
1: It kind of works a bit. I am getting stuff pushed to my iPhone, it okay, which is so um, it does mail and work. stuff. But um, it doesn't seem to work on all my browsers, and I'm um, just a bit. It's I'm not convinced where it's going <laughs> wrong but it's not working very well and Gmail uh, apparently was down a bit this week as well yeah really because Apple that. was
0: saying uh, you know they made a mistake launching it at the same time they didn't have to uh, they should have delayed it and mm-hmm. got it right but they kind of pushed it too hard mm-hmm. and they had a lot to learn about internet services which I think is true it's a it's a non-trivial thing to get a good internet reliable service with mm-hmm. millions of users which is what happens with Apple going at the one time but yeah. uh, uh, I mean I, do, I use a, a mobile back uh, kind of portable backup service called Moxie it's not the link up which is mm, one of these things. no uh, which sucks your data up onto into some server in the middle of somewhere mm-hmm. and then you can restore your stuff and is it free and it's you can you can get a pay a yearly fee or you can pay a monthly fee yeah. I, I pay the monthly fee so I can upload as much okay. stuff as I want I mean
1: there's one this story here is talking about one called the link up or TLU which which just disappeared or something Jeez. but that's because they offer 20, 25 gigs free I mean or something else I mean
0: right well, you know, if you're getting something free the thing, yeah. then at one point they're going to go bust aren't <laughs> they yeah, I mean, exactly. and, and all your stuff is
1: gone or maybe worse than that maybe they sell it off to somebody else
0: well yeah and I mean, the worry for me is that even though the, this Moxie service is uh, you know it's paid by the month it's like 5 US dollars a month or something mm. Uh, and I'm relying on it for my backups. What happens if they go bust? Where does my data go then? And is it secure? I mean, it's it's allegedly encrypted across the link, and it's encrypted on their servers, and everything says yeah. it's encrypted. But you know, again, who knows? So, um, so this is the link up. They they went bust and went down, and everyone lost all their stuff. That's mm-hmm. a shame.
1: And I guess I mean, you you don't know who Moxie uses it. As saying here that you know, someone might be using it S3 or
0: Mm, might I mean, they might do something can't else in the their own physical yeah.
1: servers. Can they? So, and how good are their backups? If one of them, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my word! So, super paranoid. Go back to paper. Go back yes, to paper. That's right. that's Print I it say. all out. Um, <laughs> so, I guess there's lots of stuff there about. You know, just beware. I mean, clearly, as all of us get more and more digital media data, where do you back up? I mean, I mm. tend to go for a. Well, I've got copies on various iPods and things like that, but. And I must admit, I've never had a hard disk go down on me, so to speak.
0: Really? I've had quite a few. Mm. But then maybe I'll do more intensive things. I'm
1: just trying to think if I mean, I mean, I've normally I outgrow the hard disk before it's um, full. Yeah, and then I just copy too. everything onto... Yeah, onto the new one. Yeah, so basically every yep. disk you buy is like half full with stuff from the previous <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And you've got to accumulate <laughs> uh, more and on more on stuff. Because you rely on the, sort of the, the law, which I can't quite remember, about disc getting bigger. So um, more, more, I guess. But then I mean, you've in terms always of got discs. the old one as a, as a backup. And I told you I bought that's this true. USB gizmo, which you can plug into yep. SATA... And, yeah, that's and cool. Serial ATA, well, that's the same in fact.
0: And, <laughs> Both <laughs> of them. Wow, that's cool.
1: And uh, and that and that works. So you've always got the old ones It's Quite fun mm. going through old discs mm. and seeing, lo- lo- <laughs> seeing lo- what's on. there.
0: When I was tidying up last week, I found a couple of two gig hard disks. Uh-huh. And Ooh, I, thought, I wonder what's on what's on these two gig hard disks. Yeah. <clears throat> and it turns out that they they had stuff on it that I'd backed up onto something else. And, and again, like I have these backup disks which have accumulations of backups. Yes, yeah. Which yeah. now, even I'm sure I don't actually have the backup programs to restore them. Uh, that, you know. Yeah, because you have to
1: almost change or re encode something, something like every 10 years, because it's likely that whatever you encode mm. them is, is now being made defunct and you mm. can't actually read it anymore. Mm. It's a bit like the same thing if you've got vinyl records, it's about time you kind of encoded yep. them as something that people could understand.
0: <laughs> um, so, yeah, cloud computing, very exciting, but with inherent okay, changes Okay, now you're off as as well. down
1: under tonight, aren't you? I am. Well, On the, via various gambling dens. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: and you were probably thrilled to see that uh,
1: iTunes is now doing movie purchases and rentals in
0: Australia. Well, it's about time because, uh, I mean, it took long enough to get from the US to the UK. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised it took uh, as long to get to Australia because everyone knows that Australians... Love their technology and love to try things mm. first. Uh, get into it as quickly and fast as they can, uh, and I'm sure the take up in Australia will be uh, quite considerable. But uh, it's certainly taken Apple a long time to get movies and down associated downloads to Australia. Now I'm sure they've been selling the uh, the Apple uh, Apple TV device in Australia, but up There's until now, people. what's what's the point? There's no well, the point having this 2 software
1: came out, and I suppose you could then get video podcasts and stuff like that. So True, but still,
0: you know. Um,
1: but I, the pricing again is that is it for rental. Rentals will be three three ninety nine. New releases will be five ninety nine, and HD movies will be six ninety
0: nine. That's pretty good to me. It's not. It's actually not too bad. Uh, mm, there'll it's, only be a
1: hundred copies. I mean, it's seven hundred movies in in total. Mm. Um, so it doesn't sound too bad. It's probably as
0: good as your local. Video yeah, the store. prices are actually pretty good. In fact, they. Definitely better than UK prices. Yes, yeah, for sure. Are. I mean, <laughs> so are we going to Australia. The <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: proxy in Australia to sort something out there. But I guess that's the the rollout. Um, they've got studios such as 20th Century Fox, Walt Disney, Paramount, Warner Brothers, uh, Metro Goldwyn Mayer. Yeah, they've got Sony, That's pretty. Lionsgate, but it's only seven hundred movies. Again, seven hundred movies. It's not a great deal, I guess. I mean, uh, what's the general release window for Australia? Do
0: they tend to get stuff? It used to be, be quite a lot day and date after everything was. else, but okay. now they're pretty similar. Yeah, I guess uh, that's the advent of BitTorrent to and the uh, night. The interesting thing about iTunes is the way they distinguish between different stores is you having a registered uh, credit card for a particular country. So, they can tell which country your credit card comes from, Right, which is registered your account. Mm. So, you, so, I actually have an iTunes account in Australia with an Australian credit card that I can use there. Okay. Uh, you, and can't and you can't use the one. same device? Or you, can sw- you, can yeah, you can switch. switch. You have to, the little thing down the bottom which you don't often notice that says switch store to and then you And does it suddenly say,
1: oh, you can't listen to that anymore?
0: Uh, in fact, some things you can get in Australia that you can't get elsewhere, like particular Australian bands mm-hmm. uh, for iTunes, but um, uh, there's a lot of stuff that isn't there as well because uh, I think the US has got the biggest collection of studios available through iTunes and uh, mm. elsewhere. That's so I've nice. got
1: another free um, a free TV series actually on my iPhone the other day. But they're still cool. doing a few, you know, teaser ones. You get a free. Okay. Comedy what thing. Was the... I haven't watched it. I can't <laughs> <laughs> it was free. Um, no imperative to watch. Um, so that's quite interesting down there. Good old Aussies. Now, obviously, a bit of Olympic fever going on at the moment. Yeah, it's all on. Um, lots of um, Olympics online. Uh, NBC's got the Olympics online. Alright, that's cool uh,
0: I think only in America <laughs> That'd be right <laughs> And apparently a lot of uh, Americans are actually watching the Olympics online uh, As opposed to actually pulling it up on TV I'm
1: trying what time, it must be they late I, don't I don't know, know what time, time of day, time. but really, yeah, it's, really like bad. it's It's bad time zone Might you, it might be late evening for them
0: Yeah, in which case it'd be fine they just watch Phelps winning all the golds. <laughs> yeah, that's, right. that's, that's all I, I need. There's, oh. that, there's only ten here's videos. He's the, the winningest. <laughs> that's right. I um, was actually watching some of the the BBC's interactive coverage of oh, yeah. uh, the Olympics last night, and they have a they have six channels that you can switch between. Uh-huh. Uh, and the actual the actual variety is pretty good. Like there's you know different things going on the six channels. You can mm-hmm. see your main one on the big screen, and then choose one of them to like play the full interactive news stuff. Mm. I think. Uh, but it's, it's all looping, obviously. Uh, you know, actually, a lot of it's live. So, you, you know, there might be three or four live events, some news okay. events, some highlights of the day thing. Um, it's actually it's actually pretty cool. Um, but again, it's when, you, when you're when you running six channels of content, it's actually very difficult to keep up with it all. Mm-hmm. So, there's often periods where, like I was watching the Australia and Korea uh, uh, basketball match, and there was a period where, I don't know, they had a break, and- yeah. Everyone went off the court. There was just pictures of the court. And, <laughs> and it's like, that's nice. And the commentators, obviously going for a drink Nothing happened. It was like, oh, that's oh, yeah. well, that's that's low cost. I and then they came back and then everyone started talking again. It was great. Anyway, I guess the, the story here, I
1: suppose, is mm-hmm. about a market research company, um, which is a subsidiary of CZTV, which is the Chinese state broadcaster, mm-hmm. conducted a survey of people... Uh, asking about the media consumption during the opening ceremony of the Olympic Games, ninety-eight point one percent of the people who responded watched or listened to the ceremony. <laughs> That's right. Did you it. watch
0: the Olympic ceremony? There is a correct answer. <laughs> <laughs> there is a correct answer here. Um, still, uh,
1: 90, it's interesting. ninety-seven point uh, all but one percent of those watched it on television.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: How does that work? I think watched, it on, TV 7. TV watched it on TV Well, 13.7 watched it online. I probably told you, you must watch it. So they said, oh, okay, I'll have it on TV, online, on the radio, <laughs> and my mobile. Did I said, i watched it more than once. You
0: know, see. That, that means those percentages don't add up.
1: Well, no, I suppose it was a four-hour opening ceremony, so maybe...
0: Or maybe they switched before... Well, yeah. this is the thing, because 6.4% uh, of people watched in televisions on public transit systems, because uh, the Olympics is actually available on trains and buses in major capital yeah. cities in China. Yeah. So, maybe they watched it on the transit system, then while they're walking home, listened to it on the radio, because uh, 11% listened to it on the radio, yeah. and then they got home and watched it on TV. I'm just <laughs> trying to help out these statistics yeah. here. I mean, yeah. But 3.4% of viewers watched the ceremony on mobile handsets. There you go. Statistics, statistics, statistics. Fantastic. Um, you pulled out another uh, another
1: poll here, didn't you? Well, this V-view. is about
0: uh, Freeview, which is the digital terrestrial service in the UK, and uh, the UK TV viewers have voted Freeview as the technology that's had the biggest impact on the way they watch television. While in contrast, mobile TV has had no impact. But then mm. I think uh, it's a bit of an unfair comparison because mobile TV, TV really hasn't taken off in the UK because there's not enough bandwidth.
1: Twenty two percent said that PVRs were the. It's not much lower.
0: All oh, right, um, so thirty five percent picked Freeview, and twenty two percent twenty two percent PVRs. Yeah,
1: which is pretty high considering mm. that would mean you know twenty two percent they they got the wrong people in the poll but 22% of the population doesn't have a PVR yeah so you, it would suggest that people who had PVRs and Freeview mm-hmm. would be higher than 22
0: yeah that's true although so it seems a bit weird they, they must have picked people coming out of a Sky Plus convention or something <laughs> <laughs> I don't <know>. yeah because, <laughs> because the, the penetration of PVRs is about 25% from what I understand yeah a so, lower
1: I mean so it seems a bit weird I don't, don't trust hmm. any statistics isn't it
0: well, I mean, mobile TV received no votes, but then the, there isn't a good uh, mobile TV service mm. in the UK uh, that uh, has the bandwidth to be able to support the sort of thing that people, mm. I think, I think people want to do. So, again,
1: mm. I think more interesting here, the, the bottom of the article, interactivity via the red button, which is the sort of call to action thing here in the UK, mm-hmm. and uh, an internet TV were chosen by only seven percent of the viewers polled. Mm. So it shows that. You know, it's primarily consumption is the most important thing, rather than sort of interacting. Yeah. Although well, PVR, ten... you could argue PVR is kind of interacting. So.
0: Yeah, I would have thought so. Mm. And ten percent of viewers felt that widescreen TVs have had the greatest impact on how they consume television. Which that is they... really weird. I can see more. <laughs> I can see yeah, sideways or something. <laughs> it's better for tennis. You get more. <laughs> yeah, interaction, that's right.
1: <laughs> um, okay. Uh, mobile. Um. The, I guess the mobile news iTunes announced that uh, the mobile store doing pretty serious business about 30 million dollars a month or something
0: for the applications for the, for application the iPhone sales. Yeah. Uh,
1: no one's actually got the money yet because I think there's a 90 day oh, so you don't get paid for 90 days <laughs> Apple's been
0: putting it on the uh, overnight money yeah, exactly, and making I a so, so
1: um, that's quite interesting I've got a, a few more um apps when we were trying to play with earlier on when I tried to uh, these QR codes quick response codes which are yeah, sort it's of like, like a kind of s- square More 3D barcode yeah the 2D barcodes I suppose yeah yeah, yeah, yeah right. a number of different ones and I just took a photo of the top of my cappuccino to see if it would uh, <laughs> like reading, no it's, no it's stories about modern reading your tea leaves <laughs> but it's there's no 2D pan that is represented by your by your cappuccino but it's got to be something that happens at the same yeah
0: point. there's a there's a m- newspaper here in London called AM, which uh-huh. is a one of those free magazines yeah. uh, free newspapers in the morning, but it's actually pretty good news and it, it's just started using those those codes actually so okay. uh, if you happen to be in London in the mornings you might be able to grab one
1: and this is a free download from the, and... the iTunes app store called 2D Sense which is quite ah, cool so cool. I'll have to see if I can grab one of those while I'm up in town
0: I did uh, it, it does tell you on the, in the newspaper how to get an application for your phone and I laboriously typed in the URL yeah. of my phone yeah, only for it word. to say hmm Samsung phone go away <laughs> <laughs> really so yeah. okay. so I had
1: nothing well this time I got another, fo- another app which allows you to use your iPhone as a uh, it,
0: it mounts as an FTP or a web WebDAV.
1: That's I fantastic think, cool.
0: I mean, you—I don't know how much space you got on your phone, but the, you yeah, know, gigabytes, gigabytes. It'd <laughs> be I mean, nice to be able to kind of back up stuff to your iPhone and yeah, take it away for carrying.
1: I mean, I put a presentation on there and some photos cool. and some music because I'm going to see if I can then up and off to other devices. So,
0: can you actually Bluetooth connection between your? No, Bluetooth is and only
1: and... for hands-free. That's, That's not fair. You, know, but you can Wi-Fi,
0: but you have to—it right. has to join the same network as your. And that will be hard. I mean, the good thing about Bluetooth is just say that thing and transfer and. Yeah, I don't you know go. why they're stopping.
1: Them. I think because they don't want people to use proxy services. Mm. Get the three G for. Free. It'll use three G, yeah. Mm. Which people are exactly doing exactly anyway. what I use my Skype <laughs> <friend> for. <laughs> um. Anyway, that was mobile a bit dull. Nothing really is going down in mobile that I can think of. Um, right now I don't know if this is a fakie or not, but mm-hmm. Olympic gold medalist trained with We.
0: Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> so for the Olympic gold medals that uh, Michael Phelps didn't get, uh, one of them was the men's one hundred metres breaststroke. Maybe he just didn't. Maybe Phelps just didn't compete mm. in that one. Perhaps uh, it was won by Je- uh, Japan's Kosuki Kitajima. Yeah, I guess I got so. it right, right. And uh, apparently he trained using Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games on his Wii. On his Wii. <laughs> <laughs> and I have, which I haven't played.
1: But he says, "See, Mario does the breaststroke." He recently told Yamuri Sports. And that's its perfect mental training For visiting the actual olympics. <laughs> so presumably you get the nunchuck and the other thing, and you're doing breaststroke with your hands. Right, oh yeah, I guess you do. Yeah. And you're doing breaststroke as you uh, <laughs> to some eclectic <laughs> music. Um,
0: Fantastic. There we go. Who um, would have thought? Indeed. I mean, the Wii can help you keep fit. It can. Uh, mm. The new new stuff can help you make music and also help you win gold medals but I'm still waiting for it to help me use the Force but that's not be <laughs> ne- next it's month coming. When, uh, Unleashed we, is coming we
1: Unleashed Force Unleashed comes out so that's cool um, more delays on the PS3 play TV add-on
0: hmm what's uh, well it was meant to arrive in the UK like any moment now wasn't it they've it's been delayed until 19 September mm-hmm. you think that's a manufacturing that's... issue or well there's a picture of it <laughs> so, um, well it must be real in I don't know
1: uh, maybe it's a software release I mean I guess they have to combine it with a software release for the PS3 yeah, so maybe there's a major release with home and okay. this kind of stuff because we talked about this before Is like if I was going to be deploying home which they yep. started beta testing yep I would guess the software bits for this are fairly kind of frenzy although how many things can it... Do? I guess it can do loads of things at the same time on the PS3. It's not so much of an issue, I suppose. Mega CPU processing power. Um, but that's the only re- If I'm thinking... I just I was saying earlier on, I eBayed my PSP, even though it was broken and got a good price for it on eBay. <laughs> if I can get location-free back. Yep. But I'm sure someone will make a client to look at location-free I'm on sure. something else, Absolutely. a phone or something. I
0: want the contents on... Because I remember an article saying that the PS3 was just going to take the content and whack it on the hard disk. So It's quite a small disk, though, 60 gig. It's not going to store much on there, are you? Well, once you've installed
1: Metal Gear Solid, which says like 9 gigs or something, it nice basically was copies the Blu-ray onto it. <laughs> so it's all over. Yeah. Um, but that's interesting. I'm not sure if I'll get one. of those. You haven't even got a PS3.
0: In your no, I think when I... I'm, I'm planning on getting a new TV. You so do need a new TV. My 4x3 CRT's... You know, just not wide you enough need, anymore. You need a projector in the... Uh,
1: <laughs> I don't know where to project, Harris that's Game the gamer problem. <laughs> ...Hang it from the ceiling. Uh. Pop-up coffee table. Um, <laughs> pop-up coffee table. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone should have one. Projector lift. Um, okie dokie. Right, now... Other weird stuff.
0: Now... This is very weird.
1: Yeah. <laughs> 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 I just talked this morning. Um, New Scientist has been reporting on a... A rat's brain being used to control a robot. Mm-hmm. Which so basically it you... seems they put a rat's brain into a blender. <laughs>
0: oh, no, or serious? something like that.
1: Right. And stuck it in some um box. Connected it via Bluetooth to a little <laughs> robot. <laughs> really? And then the robot runs around hitting stuff, and I don't know whether that then shakes the jar with the blended rat's <laughs> brain in or something um and to see That's if the terrible. rat's brain will rebound rebond or do something
0: To learn I, about I just don't see how that works at all i mean if it was in the same bowl i mean how i mean <laughs> well i mean i mean nerves. Yeah, well, I don't <laughs> I don't, I mean, like yeah, we're going way beyond our knowledge here, aren't we? It's like, Absolutely.
1: I mean, I mean, it does mention about blending a rat's brain or something, doesn't it? It says taking bits out, of this neuron soup is then applied to a bank of electrodes and fed via a nutrient-rich medium, so it's kept alive. Okay, so it's kept with alive time. The neurons reach out and reconnect with each other, forming a mesh of rudimentary brain tissue. Right. Pretty soon, the axons and dendrites are firing, and the neurons are chemically talking to each other. Okay, so the, the entire r- setup is kept in a box about the size of a microwave. <laughs> the box then wirelessly communicates with the mechanical robot via Bluetooth so it's not far from it you know blending the rat's brain and <laughs> sticking it in a, um,
0: um, so the, the robot's fed electrical signals based on the fixed brain response and then the signals are used to steer the robot left or right to avoid walls uh, and the, the it actually the actual little robot thing has a, a sensor that tells it how far away it is from things and that gets fed back somehow into the Brain. By some voltage or something into the <laughs> brain soup. I mean, that is well weird. That um, is, but, you know,
1: wouldn't that be weird if it's just suddenly it worked? I mean, it's like suddenly the brain is alive. It's, <laughs> it's controlling like the things. Mi- the microwave suddenly goes, ha, ha ha next time we'll be cooking potatoes. You know, no, once, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> once
0: it's on Bluetooth, like it could be controlling your iPhone. I mean, oh, spooky. Possibilities or are everything hands free. So you speak th- to the brain. <laughs> so do you think we're looking at uh, rat brain power for your next? the PS4 I don't know maybe because uh, you have horsepower for cars and
1: stuff don't you? <laughs> I mean maybe <laughs> how, brain, many, rat how, brain my, power. how many rat brains in this one Ooh, <laughs> this is a 10 million rat brains
0: <laughs> that's right yeah. well hmm That would be
1: <laughs> <laughs> well it's been it's good I like that
0: I mean I did read a story I don't know six months ago about how Scientists had got some amazingly huge supercomputer and managed to simulate in half real time a two-year-old's brain. Uh, No, it was like a rat's brain, like so it could do it in half real time of what a rat's brain does with this massive, multi, you know, big CPU thing. So if you can actually get a rat to do, you know, essentially what a supercomputer does.
1: Why not? I mean, cool. Maybe
0: the next DARPA challenge will be, you know, just have a rat soup. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just get some rat soup, whack a couple of electrodes in, off you go, rat boy. Drive me Fantastic.
0: Ah oh dear, well, we'll see.
1: Hey, well, if they can get monkeys flying to the moon, why not? Why not? Exactly great stuff <laughs> there we go so I think we'll leave you on that one um, definitely wraps us up for this week <laughs> wraps us up for Couch 80, 88 and uh, if you've got any feedback on our stories or you've done your own rat brain experiments at home do let <laughs> do us, do us know, know. feedback <laughs>
0: at onthecouchpodcast.com uh, and uh, just to let you know no rats were harmed in the making of this yes, podcast yes, yes precisely <laughs> yes, goodbye from me James and goodbye from Ian bye cheers